Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. So we are going to be talking to Tom Crotty, who's head of risk technical marketing at Liberty Group South Africa. You know, the deal link, as we've said to you, you know, each week, the incredible work that the deal link does in the community is cannot be done. Um, they are not able to help people and reach out and have this supportive, warm, incredible space that they provide for cancer warriors and their families. They would not be able to do it if it wasn't for the generosity of the public, that is you, and the generosity of sponsors. And um, Liberty is an incredible sponsor. Um, they are a major sponsor for annual, uh, for annual events, and um, they always come on board. They're always generous. They're always willing to help. And we really are hugely, hugely appreciative of, of um, Liberty and um, the support that they give both financially and in all areas, the, the support that they give the DL link. So we really are very happy to have Tom Crotty um, on the show today, as I said, Head of Risk Technical Marketing at Liberty Group. And we're going to be looking at Liberty 2022 claim statistics a little bit scary, really, when you look at the statistics that Tom is going to explain and why it is important to look at top-up cover. But let me welcome um, Tom, who will explain all. Tom, welcome, and thank you so much for joining us today. Good afternoon, Nikki. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to all the listeners as well. Tom, so we're looking at Liberty's 2022 claim statistics. Before we get there, let's just talk about, um, are we talking about over and above? So if, if a person has uh, a medical aid and they have coverage and they're looking at top up, are we looking at top up? Are we looking at top up cover? And that's where you got these statistics from? Uh, yes, this is the cover that comes from our life insurance products, effectively any um, insurance product with Liberty Lifestyle Protector is one of our flagship products, but covering you in the event of death, in the event that you're unable to work, or in the event that you're diagnosed with a critical illness like cancer, that is the type of product that we're talking to specifically and the numbers that came out of our products related to that. Thank you, Tom. Okay, let's have a look at those um, statistics. Um, these, I mean, this is after COVID-19, so I think, you know, we had a, a period of time during COVID when a lot of people weren't going for checkups, weren't going to the doctor. I know we've spoken to lots of doctors about that. And so it took a while to for things to really normalize. Would you say that looking at the statistics and what's coming out of it, would you say that things have started to normalize after COVID and these are um, pretty good statistics? Yes and no, um, and, we, and I'll explain why. From a, a yes point of view, we've definitely seen a drop-off. So in 2021, we had a significant amount of claims predominantly due to COVID-19. Um, we paid out around $10.1 billion in claims, to give you an indication of that. In 2022 alone, we paid out $6.98 billion. so a huge drop in claims. But what we have seen, which is different to previous years, is that we've seen a lot more 
of your critical illness claims. So if you're diagnosed with cancer, instead of in the past, you would maybe possibly diagnosed with a stage one or a stage two cancer. We're seeing clients coming in with a lot later. So a stage three or stage four cancer. So a lot more severe. And we think that's directly attributable to the second order impact of the pandemic where clients weren't able to go to the doctor. They weren't able to go do their screenings, weren't able um, to get to the hospital um, and do all of that. And I think this is that the long-term impact of COVID. And I know we're all sick and tired of COVID and we want it behind us, but this seems to be lingering a bit. Yeah, I mean, as you say, it's it's not something you can ignore. And certainly, as I've said to you, when we've when we've had doctors um, on the show, many of them have spoken about people coming in for um, checkups and already the cancer being quite um, advanced because of COVID. So, so let's let's unpack um, um, these statistics and, and and your findings. And I mean, you talk about six point nine eight billion in claims last year you paid out. Um, how of that six point nine eight billion? Do you know, Tom, how much went to um, cancer, for example? Um, so we don't split out um, the total specific to cancer. If uh, we look at critical illness-related claims, of which cancer was the primary one, we paid mm-hmm. out 909 million rand specifically for critical illness claims, the majority being for cancer. I think um, in totality that shows that it is significant in the cover that individuals need for these types of diagnoses. Let's talk about the kind of cover, um, because I know there's, you, you offer lots, um, so there's, there's, uh, unexpected risk like cancer and cardiovascular disease, mm-hmm. mental health, and that would all be critical illness, right? Yes. yes. Be, okay. So Tom, how does it work? So someone has a medical aid and they are diagnosed with cancer, for example, and they are paid out a certain amount. Then they've got a policy with Liberty, for example. Now, is this uh, is this the, the kind of policy you're talking about? Is this the policy that will pay over and above what the um, medical aid will pay out? Um, do you just give a lump sum? Are people just insured for a lump sum once in their life and that's how it works? Or is it a range that you offer? Um, we do offer quite a range of benefits, so specifically on the critical illness space it is separate to your medical aid and it's separate to gap cover it is your long-term your life insurance type of policy you would have it with liberty and irrespective of what claims you're making on your medical aid we will pay out based on certain criteria so what we have is a product called um, living lifestyle where if you are diagnosed with cancer whether it be stage one stage two stage three stage four and you meet the minimum requirements for that, then you would be paid out a percentage of your cover amount. And every individual is different. They might take out a million rand cover, or if they need a bit more because they've got a lower medical aid, they might take out an extra million. So maybe two million rand cover. It's all in de- or all dependent on the individual's specific needs. And that's where like the value of a financial advisor comes in and that they speak to the individual's specific needs. And then once you're diagnosed with say stage two cancer, you submit a claim, you meet the minimum requirements, we would pay out a lump sum. But the advisor is also able to structure various parts of our 
product set in order to make it such that if you prefer to have, say, um, an income based on that, you would be able to be paid out the income. And and tell me um, when you when you uh, are you, sorry when you apply to be insured for this long term life insurance, Tom. And let's say there is cancer in the family, um, yeah. and you obviously have to go for your physicals and everything. Does this count against you? Or and if you've had if you've had cancer before? Yeah, or well, it doesn't necessarily count against you. The big thing about. Um, going through and we call it underwriting it's not we call it underwriting you go through a process to assess your individual's health what your client's health is looking like what the long-term impacts of their health are and we do encourage a client to disclose as much information about their past medical health history in order Mm -hmm. for our underwriters to correctly and assess the individual's risk so so that we don't have a situation where we get to claim stage and we'd say, oh, but you didn't tell us that you were actually diagnosed with cancer 10 years before you took right. out the policy. So up front, if you give us all that information, we are able to assess the individual and offer cover and offer different contractual terms based on the individual's health. So if they are considered less healthy, they might not have as good terms. But the big thing that we do aim to get across is that we offer cover to all our clients as much as possible because we do see the need in it. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm quite interested, um, Tom, when I, when I look at the information in front of me and we talk about these unexpected risks, including mm, the, mm. the diseases, cancer, cardiovascular disease and mental health. Has mental health always been included or is this something new so that you're aware men- of? Yeah, so mental health is not necessarily something we define explicitly. However, if you think of a life cover claim, an individual who um, dies to a suicide, uh, due to suicide, we attribute that to mental health. So interestingly, in 2022, we did see suicide claims go down since 2021. They dropped slightly, um, reflecting possibly that people are through the worst of the pandemic and that mental health having such a debilitating impact on an individual less and less. So, however, we have seen a worrying trend, which hasn't been there for a while in one of our products, which is an income protection product. So if you are unable to work due to a condition or an accident, then you would be able to claim on your policy. In this instance, we have seen a worrying trend of increasing claims directly related to mental health issues. So where a client has is unable to go to work due to heavy or major depression, to heavy anxiety, they're unable to actually physically go into work and do their job, they would then be considered for a claim. And we've seen a worrying trend where over the last three years, this has gradually increased. And I think it makes up around 9% of our income protection claims. Wow, that is worrying. That is worrying. But I mean, it's there. Everyone, everyone sees it. If you just look at how many more people are taking medication than they were, mm. um, it is, it's, it's, it is worrying. You know, we, we're going to take a, a quick break, Tom. Um, okay. and after the break, let's continue with our conversation. Thank you. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Welcome back to the show. I have Tom Crotty on the show today. He is head of risk technical marketing at Liberty Group South Africa. We've been talking about the uh, 
Liberty 2022 claim statistics. And as the world recedes to normalcy post-COVID-19, um, cancer has, has re-emerged as the leading cause for claims. And this is according to Liberty's um, statistics. And last year, they paid out 6.98 billion rand in claims, primarily from its flagship lifestyle protector cover, as well as other retail life insurance policies. Um, Tom, just before the break, um, we were talking about mental health and the the, the, the increasing claims um, with regards to mental health. Um, let's talk about this payouts from 2021 to 2022, there was a 31% decrease in claim payouts. What what do you attribute that to? Is that just, can you just simply say because the the pandemic is over? Yes. So what we have seen is that 2021, we saw a significant influx of COVID-19 related claims. And then going into 2022, uh, we saw that drop off. So you can see in our data, January, February, March, you still see some of the 2021 claims coming through, but then it almost drops off to very close to zero for the rest of the year. So COVID and the impact on an individual's direct mortality, um, much less than in 2021. And that's the majority of um, that drop off. It does show that the life insurance industry managed to control or or manage to absorb the huge impact that COVID-19 had in specifically in 2021, where we saw an additional 58% extra claims coming in specifically just in one year, which is huge. And then we've seen that drop off back to more normal levels. So definitely closer to being behind us. Wow. Um, and let's look at retrenchment claims. Having this post-COVID conversation, I mean, the world of work has changed so much. The way people do business, many businesses have closed. And, I mean, some people have started new amazing businesses. We're looking at retrenchments, right? Um, let's look at retrenchment claims and, and your policies related to that. Yes, so we do have um, a benefit called retrenchment protected that does cover you in the event of retrenchment. Um, there are various outcomes to this, but what we did see in 2021, along with the high mortality claims, we did see an increase in retrenchment claims where it made up around 7.2% of our income protection claims. In 2022, we did see that drop off quite nicely to around 4%, so a lot less retrenchment claims through that. However, where I don't think the number tells the full story is that the load shedding stage six, that came into effect maybe November of 2022. So we haven't seen that impact come through in our retrenchment numbers. And we would expect our retrenchment numbers for 2023 to increase over 2022. Hmm, interesting. Um, Tom, thank you so much. Wow, very interesting statistics. And obviously for our audience um, listening to those numbers, the claims for cancer increasing, and a reminder to, if possible, if people can afford it, to have these kind of policies in place. We're looking at this long-term life insurance policy calling someone, getting the right one, not being fearful, because I'm sure you, I mean, this, 
what I, the idea that I got from you is that when you meet with a broker and you explain this is, you know, pers- uh, previous illnesses or no illnesses or where you are, something, the, the, the right policy is found for you. And I think that it's a, a great reminder, it, you know, if we can afford to have medical aid, certainly if we can afford to have gap cover and then of course this long-term life um, insurance vital if possible um so so what are the steps tom do they just phone liberty and ask for a, a um some i mean how, how does that work yeah so <clears throat> so liberty offers financial advisors there is a place on our website liberty.co.za in order for you to log your details financial advisor will be able to get back to you they will set up an appointment go through exactly what your specific needs are what your family looks like what your um sort of your balance sheet your assets your liabilities all of that look like and then decide um between you and the advisor what sort of cover you need from a life insurance point of view. They'll take into account any existing policies, um, whether you have medical aid, gap cover, all of that. And they'll bring, pull together a nice solution that meets your different needs. And it, and the claim stats is proof that the life insurance products are working and they are there to meet a very specific need. Um, and individuals don't necessarily know the cover they don't have. So we do mm-hmm. advise them to speak to a financial advisor, help them through the process, help them through the underwriting process, help, help them find the right um, products for their needs and make sure that going forward they have the right cover. Thank you, Tom. I, I just thought about something whilst you were explaining that, um, and, and that is during COVID and also post-COVID, have you found that a lot of people – stopped their policies because times were tough and have has there been a pickup and an increase in in signing up once again since then well i think nikki it's been a very interesting change in that going through the pandemic everyone became a lot more aware of what their health was and the impact that a pandemic could have on their health so all of a sudden they're very much aware that their health is not invincible um, mm-hmm. and they're not there is a an, an amount of vulnerability illness or you were where unexpectedly how would that impact your family's finances and i think they're a lot more aware so we have seen clients doing all they can to hold on to their policies because they've seen the value of it but we do have this very moment in south africa where everyone's wallets are very much stretched and everyone's mm-hmm. trying to look after every rand and make sure it's working best possible for them. And that's always difficult. If you're balancing child's school fees versus an insurance policy, um, you don't know necessarily which is best, but you do have to um, probably consider other situations where maybe you reduce the size of your cover, reduce the, the cost, but make it such that you can keep as much as you can. Yeah, absolutely. Tom, thank you so much. Thanks for explaining it. And and I think a, a very necessary reminder, you know, for anyone listening who's like, oh, I must do it. I think this is the reminder to go ahead and do it, especially looking at those statistics. So thank you very much for joining us. It's been great having you on the show. Fantastic. Thank you, everyone. Take care. Have a good one.